Welcome everyone. First episode, the ramblings. This is fucking podcast called. I don't fucking. Know. This is the interminables. The interminables with with Caden myself. You may know me as inter interminables Caden. You can't even say his own name. <laughs> English is not his first language. It's okay. We'll bear with you. Interminable Caden. On Instagram. On Instagram, yeah. And what about you? What's your name? And I'm just going to go by text go for the by purpose text. of this podcast. Okay. All right. All right, Caden, why are we here? Why are we here? Are we just here to fucking ramble. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're here for. It's um, the name of the first episode. Yeah. So, I mean, well, what do you want to start off by? I think you need to introduce yourself. Introduce Tell myself. Tell people who you are. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm just a dude who loves to fucking train. I love the eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> you're not talking to me. You're talking to the people. All right. Yeah, I'm the dude. I love to train and then just trying to get the awareness out there on Instagram. I mean, that's the only platform I have. But most of us in our group don't have Instagram or they're not even like putting out content, right? Which is probably smart. Yeah, which is probably smart. That makes me fucking dumb, right? Yeah, you do it in a good way, though. I do it in a good way. Yeah, so I guess you can say, like, I'm the only one that has Instagram that can actually kind of reach people. I wouldn't say I only have, like, what, 1,000 followers? Yeah. Um, I can reach some people, but not to the extent of other guys on the on the platform, like Coniferous Origins, what, Johnny Rico, all right, those kind of guys. So, but... Yeah, tell me a little about yourself. You gave me almost no background. On you. <laughs> <laughs> I know you have an Instagram. I know you're not popular. That's all I know. <laughs> background. Uh, yeah, so not not really a background. I was a football player okay. back in the day. I uh, played for, well, can, can I fucking say that? Yeah, I think you yeah. can say it. If not, we can edit it out. All right. Yeah, I played for the Naval Academy, and then I had uh, – dream of going to the fucking NFL, which was very stupid. And, uh, you know, broke a bunch of shit on my body and now I'm a, now I'm a civilian. And what got you into training? Got me into training. Uh, and I think honestly it all happened 2020. So I got, yeah, I was carrying most of this time <clears throat> just to like, uh, for protection and carrying my clock 19. But after 2020, I kind of kicked off, you know, like at that time I had a, I had a family, had a kid, kid on the way. So it kind of gave me a switch in my brain where, okay, I need to really know all this shit to be able to protect somebody that I love, which is my wife and my kid. And yeah, I think that's how we met. We kind of met, right? Mm-hmm. Where I think I saw a post somewhere about like a connect with people type mm-hmm. post. Find your tribe post. I actually found someone that led to another person that eventually led to the dude we know now. And when I first went there, I watched this fucking documentary on Vice about great way to start fucking what do you mean set the tone yeah listen i watched this fucking documentary on vice about i think it was the mississippi militia Mm -hmm. yeah and then they were so fucking like they were so cringe i mean they were doing it in the right way but they were like out of shape like the kind of people that kind of don't want to be around yeah yeah if you say that and when he invited me out, that's that was what's going through my head. Right. Like, oh, what if it's those fucking kind of dudes? And, like, I'm just like, do I, can I really trust these guys with my life? Like, if shit went down, are these the guys that I'm going to rely on to kind of get through whatever we were getting through? But when I went out there for the first time, it wasn't, it wasn't like that at all. Like, the dude had actual, like, I want to say he had knowledge. He had knowledge that most people don't have. Yeah. And he's 
Take your time. Because you're going to edit it, right? <laughs> I'm not <laughs> editing this. This is, all, this is all staying in. All right. He, was, he had his shit together. He was squared away. Yeah, you got to fucking help me out on this. I'm okay, just... I was letting you go. I said introduce yourself. You started rambling. And so here right, we are. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So I have a similar story to you, which is grew up shooting, um, hunting, was an athlete, went to college for sports, and got out of college and continued shooting, but wasn't really seriously training. And didn't know the difference between the two. And um, about three years ago, I got more into the training mindset. Which was 2020. Yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, I think most people start off that way. Yeah. And I found the group that we train with the same way you did, which is through an Instagram post. And so that's a shout out to those guys who are doing it the right way. This will be my shout out to Reaper. Um, He did a Find Your Tribe post and... Um, that led me to several layers. Go ahead and have a cookie. Thanks, man. I've been fucking enjoying this. <laughs> and yeah, led me to the group, same group. And the first time I came out, I've told you I didn't even bring my gear because I'd been out with the group before and it was a shit show. Yeah, it was like you, that Mississippi you, militia. Yeah, people drinking, nobody really knows what's going on. There's real tree camo or Sitka camo, which is a great camo, but just it, it, it looked not uniform. It, it doesn't look professional. Right. You know? It doesn't look, yeah. And there's something to be said about uniformity in a group because perception's reality. So you see a group of guys who are all dressed the same, same equipment. It just gives a better image. And yeah, came, watched the first time and got hooked ever since. Cause like you said, everything was squared away and just seemed like a good group of guys with a, a direction. That was the biggest thing. There's a clear direction with this group and where it wants to go and what everybody's training for. And all those guys, I think they do it the right way because, yeah, none of them have this big following on social media, but I don't even know what I'm trying to fucking say. Well, there's they're not doing it for the clout. Yeah. Yeah. So there are people who do it really well on Instagram who are out there to spread knowledge. Those guys are usually all anonymous. So even they, I would say, are not doing it for the clout. There's guys out there doing it for the right reasons who are not given their identity, who will never be famous, but are just spreading good knowledge and connecting people. And those are the people that connected us. When you first came out, I don't, I don't even remember fucking. Uh... <laughs> I, I, remember. <laughs> I, remember. I don't even remember when I you. first. Yeah, I remember you whenever I first came out. Um, Definitely, I was a new guy, and I was just observing, so I wasn't really earning any attention or respect or anything like that. But I'll never forget, when I first came out, um, everybody's getting together, about to start working on things, and they're like, where's Caden? We haven't seen Caden. They're like, I don't even know if Caden's here. And they're like, no, Caden's here. I think he's out out there rucking. (laughs) And you just appear out of the darkness with your rice farmer hat on. (laughs) <laughs> you just walk by and you're like, what's up? And just keep on walking. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, what the fuck did I just get into? What are these guys doing? It's just so you know, I didn't get that fucking hat. It was some, It was a gift to me by somebody in the group. Yeah, and you were putting it to work. Yeah, I was But you don't really need that hat in the, in the pitch black of darkness. There was no sun. Fuck <laughs> you. You're hiding from the stars. <laughs> it, it was to make a point. What was the point? There was no fucking point. <laughs> so it wasn't to make a point. No, I mean, he gave it to me, so I, you know, I had to try it on. It looked good on you. It does look it's good very on fitting. <laughs> did, did you just reveal to everyone that I'm fucking Asian? I didn't say it. You said it. Well, there you go, everyone. Fucking Asian. Caden is Asian. Caden is Asian. If they follow you on Instagram, they already know. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty clear. You're not hiding that part of you, bro. Your skinny little wrists and your mustache. Listen, I am not fucking skinny, okay? I'll drop you. How much do you weigh, Caden? Let's keep that confidential. It's about a buck fifty. <laughs> if he's soaking wet, it's about a buck fifty. Sorry, one sixty eight. One sixty eight. All right. In a carrier. No, sir. <laughs> With a rock on. No, sir. Fuck you. No, sir. That's okay. It's all right. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I don't even fucking remember you. Yeah. Honestly. I was just a fly, I, fly I think, on the wall. Yeah, because I, 
So I didn't participate in the first set of drills. The second half of the night I did. We were split up into more new oh, guys and more seasoned guys, and you were with the more seasoned guys. And we did the CQB in the shootouts, right? Yes. That night? Yeah. And okay. I did those. Yeah, I think I remember you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you had the black shirt on, I think. I usually do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I came over there that night when you came because I had to leave early uh, for work that day. So I came in about two hours early getting my rock on and stuff like that in the woods. <clears throat> and then I came out, saw a bunch of new guys. I was like, who the fuck are these guys? <laughs> like, I, <laughs> And honestly... When I walk past y'all, I try to look cool as fuck. You know, I'll be like, "You look pretty hard." I look hard as, as fuck. hard as you could look. You look, <laughs> which is not very, <laughs> but you did your best. Fuck, you did the best you could. No, because I wanted to look hard. I was like, oh, "What's going on?" Man? How hard do you think you look? Like on a scale of one to one to what? Hulk Hogan. Fucking Hulk Hogan. No, no, brother. No, brother. No. Bro, I'm hard as fuck, bro. Like, you must not realize. I, I do realize. And <laughs> I'm not really seeing it. But that's okay. Okay, so that's how we met. Yeah. <clears throat> and then outside of that, we hung. Yeah. When's the first time we hung? Didn't hate you. You didn't hate me, yeah. Because you I'm didn't a likable smell bad. guy. You are a likable guy. Yeah. And here we are. Yeah, here we are. So why are we here? I don't know. You tell me. You, you're the one that wanted to start this fucking podcast. No, this is your idea. Well, <laughs> the reason we're here is because we thought we were going to get rich off of, off of selling cookies. Is <laughs> <laughs> the honest truth. And we won't get into how we were getting the cookies and what we were gonna, how we were going to sell them. But <laughs> we were spending a sling some fucking cookies. We were about to deal some dough, some baked <laughs> Some baked goods is what was about to happen. And literally. And roll up to training in a Bradley with quad nods. <laughs> and a fucking uh, and a fucking little bird with a private pilot. That's that's what we I would have I told you I could fly. You cannot fly. Bad company too, battlefield. <laughs> I have most of my flight hours spent on a Huey, but But didn't you tell me that you had a fucking private um, pilot license or whatever? No. <laughs> I might have said that. <laughs> it's not the truth. Yeah, I'm saying if you put me in a cockpit, I can figure it out. Which is the, which is where usually you are. Yeah, yeah, in the fucking cock pit. Pit. Yeah, yeah, I could figure it out. All right. Yeah. So we're we were slinging some cook. We were about to sling some cookies, we and to. I'm not talking about like uh. We're not. We're, we're not, not talking about Girl Scout level. No, no, we're talking about these right here. Yeah, we can hear that. No, I'm eating them right now. But the quantity. This wasn't this wasn't thirty boxes. We're no, talking sorry. about we're moving weight. We're moving pallets. We're moving stacks of cookies. We would have been moving. But now we're just eating them. <laughs> Can we fucking say like I had insider knowledge on these cookies? Yeah, because we didn't act on it. It's only illegal if you act on it. And All right, yeah. So I had insider knowledge on these cookies. Yeah. These are not ordinary cookies. No, these are not ordinary cookies. I knew when it was going to be out of stock. <laughs> I knew, I knew exactly what was the most the best seller. What else did I know? You just had access. I just had access. Access is the name of the game when it comes to making money. And you had it. There you go. But that business proposition was short-lived. It lasted about 17 hours. <laughs> and then we realized we had to involve the federal government. And that's where, that's where we drew the line. <laughs> so we moved on to this. Yeah, but... But this isn't to make money. No, this is... This is therapeutic. And a reason for us to get together. Yeah, and a part of me said that... You know, I listened to Longhouse Podcast. Why don't you stop sucking time. his dick, bro? No, because I'm saying the fucking truth. Okay. I listened to his podcast a long time, and I'm like, it'll be pretty fucking funny if we started a podcast. Yeah, no, I love him too. So I gave you shit, but I'm on the same page. No, so but yeah, it's for fun. Here we are. Yeah, and maybe we can get something educational out of this. No the fuck we won't. 
We're gonna try. We're gonna try, but there'll be some serious stuff. Yeah. We'll do some serious stuff. With two people listening right now? Not even. <laughs> we're gonna play this back and we're gonna be our only two listeners. <laughs> All right, so we just got back from a training weekend. Yeah. And the exciting news is we built a shoot house. A yes, proper shoot house. Uh, actual proper shoe house with yeah. a catwalk. It has a catwalk. Yeah, it has a fucking catwalk. Yeah. And we built that shit. We are top level engineers. Bob the Builder, Tim the Toolman level. Well, we thought we fucking built it. No, we did. <laughs> so <laughs> we started with just junk wood, dirty pallets, scraps of wood that we tore apart and put back together. With rusty nails and fucking like. A bucket of nails. Yeah, a bucket of rusty nails. And like two hammers. <laughs> And a fucking elbow grease. <laughs> and, and we spent two and a half hours. It was three hours, sir. Three hours putting up a front wall and a back wall and a door and digging post holes. <laughs> right. <laughs> and we put up this back wall of just pallets, just pallets braced together with pieces of pallets. And we decided to take a break. We were real damn proud of that. Damn proud of the progress. Yeah, what were we doing? We were eating lunch, weren't we? Yeah, we were eating lunch. lunch. And then we were about to do, we did do drills. We started yeah, drilling. Yeah, in that shit, well, in that perfect fucking shoot house. No, out front, <laughs> out front the shoot house. We weren't oh, in yeah. it. And while we were doing that, the boy pulls up. Oh, we were doing the fucking uh, weapons manipulation drills. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay. And you then, pronounced that really well. Did I? Manipulations, yeah. That was good. Yeah. You thought I could have fucking pronounced <laughs> Say it? Say it again. What? Say it again. <laughs> Prove me wrong. Say weapons manipulations. Weapons manipulations. Now say it normal. <laughs> that's my normal way of fucking saying it. All right, you're a little slow, but that's okay. <laughs> so we're doing weapons manipulations. And our boy who hasn't been there all weekend, or really not all weekend, the first day and halfway through the second day, backs in in a diesel truck pulling a trailer with 400 two-by-fours. <laughs> four by fours two by fours two by fours no hold on it's four by four it's not it's two inches one way if it was four by fours that would have been a cube oh yeah matt you're asian bro <laughs> pulls over the trailer of two by fours doesn't say hi to us doesn't say what's up just looks at this structure that we built and it's just like fuck what the fuck did y'all do it's that fucking uh joe pesci yeah, I mean, he comes in, yes. he takes his fucking sunglasses off. Yeah, he literally says to himself, "What the fuck is this piece of shit?" <laughs> and then he completely fucking ignores us. Completely ignores he us. Grabs his fucking nail gun. Keep in mind, we're so proud of what we've done. <laughs> like we're damn proud. We're like we just taking pictures. Work. We're like taking yeah. pictures. We're fucking high fiving each other. We're like hell yeah, like this. Yeah, look what we can do. In three fucking hours, we put up a back wall and a fucking front door. <laughs> yeah, it looked great, though, I thought. So, but this guy, he does it for a living. So he comes in, assesses the situation, and is like, I'm going to fix this piece of shit. Doesn't even say hi to us. Probably just too disappointed. <laughs> so we're doing, what are we doing? We're fucking uh, weapons manipulations. That's very good. See we're that? doing weapons manipulations. And in about an hour and a half... We take a break and walk into our shoot house and it's just fucking framed. This dude, one dude, a nail gun, a ladder, and a fucking cigarette. And energy drinks. <laughs> and cigarette. And 103 degree drinks. fever. Oh yeah, you had a fucking fever. <laughs> it just it has this whole fucking thing framed. And the best part I thought was <laughs> on top of it, in juxtaposed to what we had done, just looked so much better. But the second part was we went in there and asked him if he wanted help, and he fucking didn't even respond. <laughs> he just looked down on us judgmentally from his fucking ladder and was like, just get the fuck out of my shoot house. <laughs> but, dude, it looks so fucking good, though. Like, you yeah. see the actual houses they, they're building on the fucking neighborhoods. Yeah, he does it for a living. And it looked exactly like that, like framed. Yeah, it was a pro job. And I was like, holy shit. It was a pro job. Yeah, damn. I mean, he warmed up to us after a couple of hours. <laughs> he started talking to us. He, just, 
he started wanting help a little bit. He had to get over the initial shock <laughs> of how shitty of a job we did. He probably just wanted to fucking pack up and go home. Yeah, he probably, I'm surprised he even just got out of his truck. If I would have seen that, I would have just left. He's like, this is what y'all did in fucking three hours? <laughs> a door and a back wall. With, with how many of us? Ten of us? Yeah, it was fucking ten of us. And this man does it all in fucking an hour and a half by himself. And, like, the back wall wasn't even fully built. It was, like, it was too my, like, waist. Bro, level. the back wall is my job, so don't talk shit about it. The back wall was great. my fucking waist. Level. Only in the middle, which was by design, okay, we had fucking architectural plans drawn up. And what, our posts were all lopsided and shit. Everything was janky. We didn't we didn't realize how janky it was until we saw what a proper frame job looks like. And remember, remember, uh, it was kind of getting late to late in the day, like what, five o'clock, yeah. five p.m. And he already had built a hallway in one room. And then, what do we call him? O one, zero one. Come zero one, zero one, zero one was right next to me. And I looked at the structure, and it looked fucking pretty good. So I told who we gotta cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just bleep it. Go on. We'll, I'll just bleep it. We told uh, what do we call him? Jersey, Jersey. Yeah, we'll call him Jersey. Okay. I told Jersey. I was like, hey man. Like you can come down, man. It looks already good. We can we can fucking practice this tonight. We can continue tomorrow. And then zero one looks at me dead in the fucking eye, and he goes, "You shut the fuck up." Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing he wanted he wanted it built all the way. Yeah. But I thought it looked pretty fucking good, and I felt sorry for Jersey. I was like, this dude is doing this all by himself, and we have no fucking clue except for. <laughs> Hold the two by four against the wall. That's, Dude, that's was, all we were doing. I was looking for work. I was like, I was like, please let me help you. And it just ended up me just standing under him, holding his ladder that he didn't need help. <laughs> just like I got you, bro. Like I'm, I got. You. We're, we're handing him a fucking cigarette. Yeah, you're, not going, like, you're not going fucking anywhere. Listen, bro. Do you need some fucking cigarette? I got you some right here. But we got it pretty much done. Eighty percent of the way. Made it usable. Yeah, made it usable. Oh, what else do we have left? Another room. We got a hallway, a room. No, no, no. We just got a room. I think we just got a room and a roof. I'm not putting a roof on it. It's a fucking catwalk. You got to be able to see inside of it. That is fucking true. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I was project lead on the back wall because I think about no these the, things. No, the fuck you wasn't, bro. <laughs> you know how much I I put in work on that three hours? Not very much. <laughs> yes, I hey, did. I know. I can't say his name, but. He'll know who it is. There's one dude who everything would just literally watch us every time we would fucking hammer a nail in or drill a screw. He'd just be like, "That's not going anywhere." Ooh. That was his whole contribution. Ooh. I, I'll bleep it out. <laughs> Swear to God, he was just literally leaning against the shit we were putting together. He's like, "That's not going anywhere." He was just putting it together with his words, bro. <laughs> No, oh, we're no. fucking hammering it in. I think I realized that. Because the dude was literally, like, lean up against the fucking wall. And we're, we're, he was smoking a cigarette. And he's just watching us do it with his fucking sunglasses and a backward hat. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember him saying that, but he gives a nod of, nod of approval. Yeah. Every time we fucking put in the name. That's called a project supervisor. <laughs> He's there to make sure the nails are going in, the walls are going up, and nobody's getting hurt. Oh, man. But yeah, that shoe hot is a fucking banger. Yeah, and we got to work in it. Yeah. <laughs> and we uh, we oh. set up we set up our targets, right? Yeah. We, oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. And it's first team makes entry. Yeah, first team makes entry. <laughs> and there is what we don't know me being part of the first team is that they're shoot and no shoot targets. So no, we just, we were, we were hyping it up. Like, yeah, you're going to go in this fucking shoot house and you're going to do everything right. You're going to fuck shit up. Yeah. 
and a lot of us haven't done any sort of work like that in what three months yeah so yeah so we're all fucking fired up we're geared up (laughs) we're ready to go and we hit the fucking room first room we go in see a fucking target and just let it have it bro just fucking light this target up and then the target doesn't go down so and you have that pause in the middle while you're lighting that bitch up yeah but the best part was he fucking we are hitting this target and it doesn't go down and zero one just got done telling us before he's like if the target isn't down you keep on shooting you shoot until the target's down so we're all like okay we're gonna fucking tear this shit up so we hit it fucking go in it doesn't go down lights that bitch and up. you know i was outside right i mean i wasn't on the catwalk but i was outside the door and i was looking up at the fucking catwalk and zero one is standing there just fucking busting his ass laughing but he didn't want to <laughs> fuck up the video so he's like he's like trying to hold his laugh on <laughs> he's just fucking going like <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> me in the team in there has no idea what's going on right so we hit this fucking target we light it up it goes down we're feeling real real feeling like hot shit is what we're feeling like just fucking ready to go hitters just straight up hitters just the worst train though (laughs) (laughs) so we move on through the house we get to the back to the end of the house and we start working our way back and we come back going through the targets working through the building Come back to that first room again, hit that fucking target again. It was on the fucking ground. Doesn't matter. You fucking hit that. You just make sure on your way out, you got to make sure. Turns out, no shoot. No shoot target. It literally had a clear picture of two hands, like, oh, like, don't shoot. I mean, when I see hands, I see a threat. (laughs) It also... It's sketchy of him to be in that room in the first place. Why is he in a house with these bad dudes? Listen, he shouldn't have been there. You asserted fucking dominance. That's right. Yeah. He shouldn't have been there. The bad guy in the last room probably heard those shots. Yeah. And he was like, oh, shit. I'm fucked. This dude. (laughs) This shit is so funny. So, yeah, not a great start to the training. But. um, We got that worked out, though. We got it worked out. Yeah. We had it all night with Nas as well. Oh, oh, we we really did it all night. Went back and just ran through it. Yeah, remember, um, what do we call him? I don't know what you're talking about. Doc. Doc. Yeah. Just say his name and we'll, I'll bleep it. Yeah. Well, we can just call him Doc. Doc. Yeah, okay. we'll call him Doc. Okay. So, remember when I came around fucking... Like what? What time did I come? Twelve a.m. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, but even yeah, yeah, yeah. But before you, did you get there the same time as Doc? Around the same time, like fifteen minutes apart. Before you get there, before after. Or after? I got there after. Okay, so we're all in the tent, right? All in the cots, all in our sleeping bags. We had been bullshitting for the whole entire night. And we all tuck in, right? Or, or lights are off. We're going to sleep. Is this to remind you, this is a medium GP tent. Okay. Yeah. So, and nobody's heard from Doc or his brother. Yeah. The whole night. So we're like, shit, maybe, maybe they're not coming. I don't know. It was weird. And then at what? Fucking 1230 in the morning, just this fucking truck pulls up. Loud ass Viking. <laughs> Warship music. Those dudes always playing that shit, bro. And I just imagine them in there just pounding like three energy drinks, head banging, and this fucking music is blaring so loud that it's like it's almost like it's playing inside the tent. And so, and it's nonstop. Like it's going for like ten minutes, and we're like, "Sirs, exit your vehicle and come in here and set up." No, every time they fucking pull up, they just sit in their car. Sit in there. And fucking blast that Viking music. Dude, it's not even the music. It's a chant. I, yeah. It's a Viking chant. I was worried. I was like, 
It went on so long. I thought they were like sacrificing a fucking goat out there or some shit, like to kick off the fucking weekend. It was so loud and aggressive. <laughs> so, so yeah, I go out there and check it out, and it's no Vikings. It's just yeah, it's just Doc and his brother. <laughs> just hopped up on energy drinks, just standing outside the truck doing nothing. Literally nothing. Just, just chilling. Yeah. Just winding down. With that fucking chat yeah. in the background. Yeah. Going nonstop. Yeah. I pulled up and they were getting their shit out of the car. And I think you came out and we were kind of bullshitting, smoking cigarettes here and there. And then y'all told me a story where, no, is it that night or is it that night where I fell asleep? I don't know what you're talking about. About yet. that dude that didn't have a cot. <laughs> where Doc woke him up. Oh, we new guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So literally, the Doc wakes him up. <laughs> so well, because like, he was looking for Zero One. They were bringing Zero One a cot. Oh, was Yeah. Zero One didn't have a cot? No, they had his cot. Oh, okay. So Doc walks in, looks immediately to the left, and I'm in my I'm in my bag, but I'm not asleep. And he like is, I don't know if he's kicking him or wrestling him. He's like, yo, you need your cot? We got your cot. And, <laughs> and, then, and then I couldn't hear the response from the new guy. <laughs> I didn't see your doc. He's like, oh, yeah, never mind. Sorry. <laughs> this dude's sleeping on the cold ground, probably wishing he had a cot. Doc offers him one. And then he's like. While he's sleeping. Yeah. He woke him up while he was fucking sleeping. Offers him a cot, get him off the ground. And he's like. Oh fuck! You're the wrong guy. Never mind. <laughs> Go back to bed. <laughs> that dude was probably pissed as fuck. Oh no! No, but he was—he was a good guy though. He's he was a good guy. guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, that show was funny. What he told me was he woke him up and he said, "Hey, you need a cot?" <laughs> Literally in his ear. Hey, you need a cot? Which he's not <laughs> like men waking up to doc. Like just like seeing that. Yeah. Oh, fuck. He's just fucking standing over And here. this guy doesn't know anybody. No, so no. He just he sees a random dude. Like, random dude with beard fucking. Like, do you want to share a cot? Hey. <laughs> you need a cot? You can, you can get with me. Hey, you need a cot? He goes, yeah, I do. And he goes, the doc goes. The doc goes. Oh, that's too fucking bad. <laughs> <laughs> Woke him up to just fucking tell him that's too fucking bad. You got to set the tone early. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't, you're not here for fun. You're uh, here for pain. But eventually they, they got along after that. We never didn't get along. Yeah. Yeah. Any of our people in our group, you know, we all get along. Right. That having that tent though is a game changer. Just. I think just for like team building. Yeah, I think like having everybody in one spot yeah. together. And you know, you got that hour or two to wind down before you had to fucking bed. Yeah. And I mean, we were like that without the tent before we got the medium GP tent. We were just outside. Right. right? And we weren't really talking much because we were all focused on getting our gear ready. Yeah, um, and also like to stay warm, staging your gear, staging like your putting gear. it in your car. I need to get this out of my car. Yeah. It yeah. was nice to all be in one place. Yeah, and then I think it's a really good tool to where everybody can kind of sit down and talk about their life stories and yep. get to know each other, get closer. I think for that purpose, tent is worth it. Tent's worth it just to keep out of the cold. No, I would say straight away. I would say everything build, else is a bonus. No, I would say fucking team building is more important than keeping out the cold. We were just fucking fine sleeping outside when it was like 18 degrees. I get a little chilly. Yeah, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think the team building aspect is a huge aspect of it and something that we and other guys who are trained together need to focus on. It's more than you just had to post about it. Yeah, it's dude. more. It's important to train together and get with the guys and get on the same page in that aspect but it's also important to just get to know your guys i think that night first night in the tent that we got exponentially it, closer yeah we're exponentially closer like we are literally hugging each other 
fucking like swapping stories, swapping stories, talking shit. Yeah, talking shit. And I think it's, I think it's a game changer for anybody yes. or any group for that matter that wants to get a little bit closer. And I mean, I posted that because I would see sometimes like people talking about having a group, but you know, they never really get to know each other. Right. I would say like, they'll, yeah, they'll come and train with each other once a month, but they never see each other outside of it. I think that's the big thing. That is the tent and bonding there is great. But I think with friend groups in general, and then it, it gets narrowed down with guys you train with, like there's levels to friends, right? As far as trust yeah, and like who you can count on. And so whenever you go out and you train with a group and you're with these guys, let's call it once a month or whatever, I think you're learning that these guys are capable of whatever, right? Yeah. Capable of shooting, capable of working together, capable of talking, but that's about all you learn. And whenever you hang out outside of a training environment, in is, regular clothes, yeah, yeah, just like everybody else, is where you really build trust with people. Because what we have going on for us, I think is good is most of our guys are local, right? So you can, in an hour, most of our guys can yeah. be with each other to help each other, yeah. which is huge. A lot of groups don't have that. So whenever you have that group of guys so close to each other, that are just assets to each other. It's you, for sure. There's an order of people that you're going to call, right? Me and you have gotten close outside of training, which has been good. Yeah. I think more of um, that hanging out outside, making a point to get with your boys outside of work is what's going to build it to where I have this contact list of people who I actually trust to come get me if I need help. Yeah. And something like that almost happened. Remember? Yeah. Something like yeah. that almost happened. Somebody was in a situation that I know that needed help. Um, and it required multiple people and at that situation, particular situation, the police couldn't do anything about it because they've been called, but they couldn't do anything they had to have to go to court or whatever to settle things. So, but it was an immediate like safety reasons, like somebody could die. So <clears throat> remember I put in the group that, Hey, I need some people to come with me to kind of resolve the situation peacefully and straight away everybody was everybody responded people were hopping in their cars yeah literally yeah, so i called you and you were fucking out of town but you told me like hey i'm driving back right now so as soon as i get there we'll go take care of that situation yeah and i mean it turned out to be kind of it wasn't necessary as it wasn't necessary yeah but that person made it seem like it was immediate necessary yeah but the point is you had somebody to call yeah that you could trust yeah and then everybody was on their way right and i think i think a lot of people or groups i don't know but a lot of them wouldn't do that right because they never got to know each other personally and they never got to hung out with each other and get their life story get you know get know their personality and that's one thing about meeting each other's families like you if you haven't hung out with somebody's family or like if i hadn't met your wife and kid yeah like what would encourage me like why would i want to go help them you know but i met them i've watched your kid blow bubbles i've had dinner <laughs> that your wife made and so there's a certain bond that you get with that where it's like you all become kind of one big cohesive group where it's not just you, it's you and the people that you love. Yeah. And same with zero three. I mean, he made a good point about, um, it's great that we're all hanging out with each other and our families as well, because his wife and my wife are connecting now. So like they're te texting each other, they're going to the parks with each other and taking the kids. Um, yeah, so, but I think the important part is that we're 
not like a formal military force where we live with each other 24 seven. Yeah. So we need to take advantage of every, every opportunity that we have to get to know each other and kind of be personal with each other and not just be this, oh yeah, I'm hard. You're hard. We train together. Yeah. All right. And that's it. All right. We'll go back to our personal lives again. Right. So, because that, that comes from having a clear, uh, direction and intent direction on what you're training for. If you're getting together with a group of guys just to get better at uh, shooting on a flat range, well, that's fine. And that's your time and your money and your ammo that you're spending. And that's okay. But if you are clear with each other on what you're training for, what you're trying to get out of this, and that is more than shooting on a flat range, yeah, then it makes it easy to step up for one another. Exactly. And wants to it wants to deep inside you like to help your guys yeah if they're ever in trouble i would get out of my way to come and help and well the other side where if i didn't know you and we just trained together i would just be like oh yeah i'm busy yeah it becomes it's a convenient yeah it's a it's inconvenience yeah but if i like if we're close together like we are and with the guys it becomes like i want to do this because this, this is what we're doing here yeah this yeah. is like this is it like it's us yeah so we want to protect that and i think it's very important for uh, you know all the groups to kind of have this mentality of getting together and spending time with each other getting to know them personally and that's well that's basically it yeah yeah. Um, it, fucking, I can't fucking think of it. There's something else I wanted to say. Oh, yeah. And then uh, building relationship with your community is important as well. So, like, you know, I've been building uh, rapport with some of the businesses around my area. Mm-hmm. Local ranges. Local ranges. And now we got to a, a term of relationship that they're even letting us come after the doors close letting us turn off the light and you know open the bays up so we can actually get inside the range and move and shoot and communicate without and driving punch out and go to work yeah punch out and fucking go to work that's right yeah so and i don't think he he will even like charge us either he might he might but, but the fact that they're letting us come after hours and after turn hours off the lights and, and even leaving one of their employees and they're glad to stay too it's huge yeah so that yeah that speaks to getting involved so you you might have this badass group of dudes who are all work well together but you can't do it alone yeah you need are you it's gonna be fucking hard but if you build this community or build relationships in the community doesn't mean you have to see these businesses or these people all the time but if you build these relationships it's just a bigger network to go to they can help you, you can help them. Yeah, basically. Um, I mean, another thing I wanted to talk about is like people shitting on CQB. <laughs> Here we go. No, I mean, this, it just fucking irks me though. Well, there's a lot of things people shit on that irk me, especially yeah. on social media. Yeah, I mean. You're talking about people, oh, CQB is dangerous. I'll never be in that situation. Yeah, like fucking, I, sometimes I'll see a post and I'll be like, and they'll say like, oh, look at these fucking Gucci goons fucking um, going through the houses, trying to look cool. Um, but you'll never be in that situation or you'll just die if you do that. Yeah. But that's what they say. They'll say, I'll yeah, never put myself in that I'll situation. I'll never. I'll never do that. Okay. But you got to realize like, yeah, you can just fucking pack your shit and hop off to the woods. But like, what about your family? Have yeah. you thought about that? Or what about what about your, your boys? Mom, your dad, your fucking your fucking aunt, your and your boys' family, like your your guys' fucking aunt, uncle, parents, kids. Like, you're just gonna leave them there? That comes just go back into the woods. That comes back to the to the team building. How close are you? Yeah. I know I live in a populated area 
And I know that if something happened, like, you're going to come. You're not going to leave me. No, fuck no. I'm, I'm and, driving right over here. And you're going to have to do some CQV. Exactly. I'm not saying you're coming in here dropping bodies, but. <laughs> I might. I might. <laughs> Hopefully the situation never gets to that. But you're going to be in a situation where you're going to be close in an urban environment and you're going to need to know what to do. And so, yeah. Are you going to leave those people? Do you have the skills to just go to the woods and just survive indefinitely with never yes. going to get resupply anywhere? No. Have you seen this fucking show called uh, 100 Days? No. Okay. So it's literally these participants going into the woods. They win a million dollars. You're talking after. about alone. Alone. Yeah. Yeah. I know what that is. They go to the woods for 100 days with nothing but what's on their pack. And they're all fucking survival experts. Like they're teachers like yes. they they do the courses shit. they do the shit they live the life yeah 100 days no it's it's an indefinite it. amount of time 100 days you win a million dollars no you can go in a, it's the last man standing oh it's the last man. yeah standing. you can go if it went 112 days it's whoever is the last man that doesn't quit yeah so you're telling me if they can't do it yeah what makes you think you can do it with no support there's a period where it ends yeah. Where you have to come back Unless to a populated area. You bug out or whatever to the perfect environment where plentiful fish, tons of stuff. And you to got hunt. your fucking John Deere tractor right there at yes. your disposal. Yes. Unless unless you're at that situation. Which ninety nine percent of the people are not. No. Even like I grew up I'm comfortable in the woods, but like I'm not gonna go just fucking I, mean, I can there. I can live out there for a little bit. Yeah. But my whole fucking life? Yeah. With no, no resupply? No. So Probably not. Some, some, at some point, you're going to have to go back into a populated area or even a unpopulated urban area at, if things, yeah. that, things get that bad. So what are you going to do? You're going to use your fucking... Um, or if you have to go in and get somebody from a building or if you... I don't know need to yeah. cross a linear danger area that's the street so what do you're know saying what is just because your plans in your fantasy in your head doesn't involve clearing houses that's not an excuse not to know how to do it yeah you can't be a fucking you can't call yourself a fighter well i was trying to say this i would say you could you can you can't call yourself uh, you just got to be a jack of all trades. That's it. You can't you can't fucking just train on one thing and expect that to work in every single fucking environment that you're going to go to. Yeah. Um, just like a classic example is like, yeah, I'll never go in there. Wait, wait a second. They have my kids in there. Yeah. My wife is in there. I need to get them out. You're just going to turn around and run into the woods. <laughs> Are you just going to say, oh, if I go in there, I'll just fucking die. I'm, I'm leaving. Yeah. You're going to say that? I don't, I don't fucking think so. Right. So like. Why would you not know? Learn learn the skills, be proficient, and then hope that you never have to use it. Yeah. Which, is, which is everything that we train, right? It is. Every single thing we train, none of us are looking to use these skills. No. 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 That'd be worst case scenario. We hope that we train and we never have to use any of this shit. But it's but good to know. It's good to know. Yeah. Because if it ever does happen. You have an idea of what to do. Yeah. So, yeah, be a jack of all trades, man. Like, yeah, and I'm not saying, like, you're just going to be fucking kicking down doors 24-7 since you know how to do CQV. I'm not saying that. But there might be a situation where it comes up once every two, three years. Shit, just once. Just Imagine having once. to get through a building once. Yeah, once. Where there's bad dudes. And you don't know how to do it? Yeah. And it's a situation where you can't run from it right. because of your morals or... Whatever. Whatever. You're talking about how dangerous it is. Imagine how dangerous it will be if you have no clue what you're doing. Yeah. And imagine how dangerous it will be for your loved ones that are inside that fucking building. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, it's just... It just kind of irritates me when I see... I can see you're visually irritated right now. Yeah, because you're tense. You look tense. You talk about all this training, but you don't want to train on something because it'll potentially kill you. 
but you're training on something that it can potentially kill you. So why not know both ways? Just know it all. Yeah. And none of us are going to be an expert in all this. No, we're, we're continuously learning. Like, I mean, even zero one, like he has a lot of fucking experience. He's a professional. He's a professional, but he even says to himself, I don't know anything. I, I don't know everything. So what he said the day after training, he yeah. was looking at the, he was looking at the recording and saying, I need more reps. Yeah. And this is a dude who did it for real. 24, seven, 365. Yeah. And for him to say, I need more reps. Yeah. That means I need yeah. to be living in the shootout. <laughs> yeah. Or in the fucking woods doing fucking performance squad attack. And the point is yeah. the point continuous is, learning. Yeah. Continuous learning. Like you're not going to know everything. But it's good to know. Yeah. It's good to have a baseline of everything. Right. Yeah. And like I say again, like CQB is dangerous. Yeah. But small unit tactic is dangerous. It's all dangerous. Performing ambush is dangerous. Squad attack is dangerous. Imagine Staying moving. RP is dangerous. Move 10 miles in the woods and not know how to do land nav. No. In the cold dangerous. at night. You're going to die. Yeah. It'll get very dangerous. So. Why it's not, all dangerous. Why not prepare yourself to face that danger if it ever happens? Yeah. But yeah, I think I think this is a good stopping point for our first fucking rambling. Yeah, this is no this is no practice. We straight up went in raw. <laughs> <laughs> fucking punched out and go to work. We punched out and we went to work on this. Um yeah. Um yeah, do you have anything to say? I got nothing else. That was good. We'll All continue right. with this, have some more yeah. dedicated, focused episodes, but yeah, this was just kind of like us just talking about shit that's on our mind, which I'm sure we'll have some more of. Yeah, we'll, we'll have some more of, um, but yeah, thanks for listening. All two viewers, two listening. of you, <laughs> all two, all viewers two of you listening to this right now.